This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, it's another very warm and I would say a smug uh, welcome to uh, the Chelsea legend that is Kerry Dixon on the Kerry Dixon Show this week. Uh, Largely Kerry, because of course you and I both got it absolutely spot on predicting 3-0 against Borough on Monday night, didn't we? Yes, uh, coming to the end of the season, we finally finally, uh, thinking alike, getting it right and uh, understanding what this team's (laughs) all about. Yeah, I tell you what, mate. It, it was uh, it was a real pleasure to be there. Actually, on Monday, I thought the atmosphere was cracking, but I thought it was a a wonderfully professional and ruthless dispatching of Borough, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Um, I, I did I did think, and I have to say that you know they're a team in who were facing relegation at the time. Um, ultimately, of course, we relegated them um, against a team that's uh, possibly champion select, uh, well, our champion select, and one game away now and uh, it pretty much showed on the evening I thought that uh, we were by far the better side um, and it's pretty much evident right from the first whistle um, this is what happens you know when everyone plays to their best the best teams win um, certainly the home advantage helps um, and I, you know it makes it easy for the likes of me and you and everyone else uh, having a bet on the game 3-0, 4-0 uh, it was a comfortable pick up Mm. I mean, it, I thought. I mean, you know, I was surprised actually that they did, they didn't put up much fight, and they they did look a poor side, to be fair. Um, I thought uh, I thought that Conte was was very classy at the end. You know, recognizing the effort those Borough fans had put into uh, to you know, it's a it's a long journey down from from Middlesbrough on a Monday night, and I thought that was a really nice touch. However, having said that, uh, on on the fan cast on Monday uh, on Tuesday night, I should say. Um, we had quite an old gathering on the show because uh, most of us were in our kind of 50s and 60s even. And there were quite a lot of memories of uh, when Borough relegated us 
in 88, which uh, which got talked about quite a lot. So our sympathy for them was fairly limited. It has to be said, mate. Um, of course, you, you I mean, you, you obviously you, you were playing, weren't you, in the in the in the in that playoff? Or well, I can't remember to be honest, but uh, you were certainly around in those days. Do you do you have any memories yeah. of it? Uh, around was probably the right word. Um, playing, <laughs> I was in both games. Yeah, um, very disappointing, I have to say. Yeah, um, remember the game as well. Um, very disappointing day down at our place. Uh, I think Gordon Jury scored after about six minutes. I think that, that was about right, and uh, we scored early on anyway. And we couldn't get another goal. And, uh, uh, very. Not a great memory, have to be said. Um, I, I personally didn't think about that um, in the Middlesbrough game um, until, of course, it was mentioned. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, not not one of the memories that I've uh, I tend to cherish. Well, indeed. I mean, and, and nor did we actually. The consensus was it was one of the most depressing experiences we've had as as Chelsea supporters. So uh, it was nice to get a bit of revenge. But as I said, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I, I, I did have a bit of sympathy with the Borough fans and I thought, you know, fair play to Conte for uh, for recognising that. Um, nevertheless, we all had a good time. It looked like you had a good time. I see you met a friend of mine, uh, the lovely Amy, uh, that sports spice. I saw a photograph on there. So uh, it looked like you were having a good time. Yes, uh, all part of the hospitality work that I do up, up at the bridge. Um yeah, I met Amy. She would give you a mention, and you know, I met quite a few other people as well. As you go around, it's part and parcel. And you, you mentioned the Middlesbrough fans; um, they still come down, they still support their club. It's, they all they all seem to be saying they'll come straight back up. They've got a good chairman, uh, which is generally recognised. They've got a yeah. good set of supporters <laughs> who, as you see, travel everywhere. They've not lost faith with the team. They realised. They said, no matter what happens down here, we don't expect to win, which means we're relegated, but we'll be back. And uh, it was a good attitude, and uh, sadly for them, and uh, of course very good for us, um, inevitable happened. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't inevitable. Um, I can't remember ever seeing a game where all three goals, uh, basically the, the goalkeeper got nutmegged in one way or, 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 or <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah, basically the, all three were nutmegs. Um, I mean, I think the best one, of course, was, was Costa's. Uh, I mean, my first thought when I saw it was, did he call it? Uh, and then my next thought, knowing that I was going to be doing a show with you this week, was, uh, did, do you remember ever, how, I mean, do you remember uh, nutmegging a keeper to score a goal quite like Costa did? Um, can't really remember nutmegging. It certainly wasn't something I tried to do. Um, all I used to see was the was the net and the posts, and uh, the goalkeeper was uh, some sort some sort of hindrance in the in the way. Uh, just get it past him and in between uh, that particular area, and that was it. So nutmegs, no, it's not something that uh, for me gained any more um, adulation or any more credit. It was just a case of something that uh, had to happen one way or another if the ball was to go into the net. So. Uh, nutmegs, no. I, you know, it's just one of the things you, you hit it hard, low, and it's very hard for the keeper to save. No matter which way you look at it, um, I always used to think they hit it hard and low near his feet, um, either side, and it goes in. The goalkeeper can't dive, he can't get round. It's, it's a very awkward position. Um, if it goes through his legs, so be it. But uh, yeah, there we are. Yeah. Yeah, well, fair play to you, mate. I mean, it just occurred to me actually. You know, you, you do, you do 
peculiar. I mean, I've never seen three in one game. I'll be honest with you, but I've quite often seen strikers, you know, almost kind of try and try and do that from a bit further out than Costa was. And I just, I mean, you know, you were a great striker, uh, you know. So I just wonder what you thought about that. That actually, you know, aiming, you know, for that is not a bad idea because, of course, quite a lot of times the goalkeeper does stand with his legs apart, and it's quite hard to shut them quickly. So if you hit it right, you've got a good chance of scoring, I suppose. Yeah, that was exactly the way I used to think about it. My dad told me that uh, when I was yeah. young, actually. Um, hit it low yeah. and hard, um, near the goalkeeper's legs. If you see him coming at you, um, that, that, that's what what to do. Um, I always used to do that as the goalkeepers came out, just as they were about to come out and I was going to slide it. I just uh, side foot right next to them, um, either side. Mm. Uh, that usually worked. Yeah. Well, so there you go. There's hope. There's hope. Yeah, so hope for me as a coach yet, Kerry. You know, my career might not yet, yet be over. You never know. Um, the other person that I think deserves a bit of a mention actually is uh, is our is our mutual friend uh, Chess Fabregas, who I thought actually gave an absolute um, masterclass on Monday night. Although, although, you know, there is a side to me saying, well, you know, he had more. He had the freedom of, of London, I think, against against Borough. They none of them seemed to you know, press him or, or chase him down. So that made his job easier. But nevertheless, um, some of his uh, creative play I thought was excellent. Well, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a favourite of mine. Um, I love a creative player. Um, <clears throat> mm. Fabregas, to me, after Hazard, is our most creative player. Um, that's, that's how I feel. And, it, it, you know, he proved the other night with his range of passing that, and what he could do. It's all very well saying about the standard of the opposition. Um You've still got to make the passes. You've still got to see the, the yeah. gaps. You've still got to see the players. And you've still got to be able to do it. And, uh, yeah, I thought he was excellent. Um, yeah. Still need people to finish him off. But, you know, you still need people to create them. We've said all along for quite a while now that it's a team game. And, you know, getting a goal, getting the points, is it comes down to a bit of everything. And, um, you know, Seth Fabregas uh, certainly did his bit the other night in uh, one of his better performances um, of the mm, season. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, there's a, there was, a, again, a consensus on the show on Tuesday that we, we all kind of hope that he sticks around and there seems to be some sort of conjecture as to whether he will stay or go. But uh, I think clearly, given that we'll be in the Champions League next year, um, you know, having a creative player like Chesk, you know, either starting or, or being able to come on from, you know, off the bench and, and make an impact on games would be vital. And of course, you know, he's got a lot of experience, but, you know, it's easy to forget. But of course, this, this man, you know, he's, he's a World Cup winner. You know, he's a good player, isn't he? Good player. I think he's an excellent player. Um, you know, it's strange people think about it. You know, they talk about Costa and the Hazards and the, the two titles that they won with Chelsea or going to win. Um, he's part of that as well. And he was very much part of the, mm. the first Mourinho side that, you know, um, took the Premier League by storm and did so well. You know, he was being... Um, very much recognise his part in that about sublime passes and wonderful finish and great assists and all, all these sort of um, wording that was uh, being thrown at him. And the season after that, he, he was much maligned, um, getting slaughtered along with the, the Hazards and the Costas. And, that, you know, he's pretty much in that bracket. People say Hazard and Costa are great, but, you know, Cesc Fabregas has done pretty much the same. And uh, he, he deserves credit. Um, a bit, yeah. bit difficult for him this season, I would imagine. Canty coming in and doing what he's done, fantastic for us and fantastic for him, and a good season. Um, Matic, of course, is the other one of the three, which we said all wrong. It could be any two out of the three, but certainly Fabregas has been a, a, 
instrumental part, in my opinion, anyway, of uh, the, the two um, championship-winning sides in the last three years. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that, and I, for one, hope he stays. Obviously, uh, one person who we uh, know sadly won't be staying is JT, but it was lovely to see him come on for a little cameo at the end, and I thought he got such a fantastic reception from the crowd, didn't he? Well, you know, it might sound a strange statement, which uh, which I'm going to say, and I've said before, um, tickets for the last game are going to be gold dust, as far as I'm concerned. It's a bigger game in the cup final. Um, to pay respects to a bloke who's done what he's done for the club and arguably the greatest. Uh, many people, we've said this before, we've talked about him when he announced his retirement. Um, you know, you know I, I hope the, the title is done and JT gets the players last game. If not, I hope that he receives it. Well, he will do. He'll receive uh, the same sort of welcome if he gets a game. And indeed, if he was to play and be withdrawn or whatever, um, It'll be JT's day and nothing else will matter. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, won't it, Kerry? I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this kind of after we've really talked about the, the West Brom game in a minute, but uh, I, I would imagine and I would actually hope that should should we win tomorrow night that JT might well get to play in the last uh, two games. But my real hope is that he gets to lead the side out against Sunderland in what will be his last game. I, I, don't, I think there'll be very few dry eyes in the house if that happens, I think. Well... You know, uh, no, I don't need convincing about the fella. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm very much in the convinced camp. And, you know, there's nothing that he hasn't done for the club and what and uh, what he's given to the club when you know, they talk about he's one of our own. Well, that man certainly fits all the criteria. And, uh, mm. you know, the day, the, day, the day will be about him. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. 
Yeah, definitely. No, well, let's. Well, obviously, that's not a few games away yet. We have time to talk about more football before that happens. I think this is a good time to uh, turn our minds towards Friday night. Um, well, we've got West Brom, of course. Um, you know, they're in poor form at the moment. They've only scored two goals in the last nine uh, Premier League games, and they've only won a couple of points. Um, but I mean, usually, usually it's it's quite a tough game against uh, West Brom away, but. It's difficult to call this one because they look like they're on the beach, having you know achieved their highest. I think it's their highest Premier League finish at the moment. Um, so it's hard to know whether they're going to put up any resistance or, or whether it you know it might be plain sailing for us. What, what do you think? Um, for a change, I think it's going to be a difficult one. I, if this was in the middle of the season, I'd probably say West Brom away. I think we should win. It won't be easy. Um, but I think we'd win it by the odd goal. That's that's normally what I would say. On this one, I I don't know. Um, I think we'll win. I I really hoped, and I have to be honest, that we'd win it at home. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> more people would be there to see it. Um, it nevertheless would make the Watford and Sunderland games what they are um, if it doesn't happen. But... You know, the team will go out there and try and win. And if the team goes out and tries to win and plays to its maximum, it will beat West Brom. On television, Friday night, West Brom, nothing else to play for. Um, going to fight, going to try and do their best. They know they're up against the possible champions. They're at home, in front of their own fans, don't want to roll over. I don't know. It's, it's, got, the, it's got the makings of a tricky one for me. Um, you got you got a funny feeling wouldn't about it by the sounds of it. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a draw. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, speaking selfishly, if it is a draw, then then I'll be you know at the Watford game on Monday, and I and I will uh, you know see us hopefully pick the title up then, uh, because I'm I've now come round to your view, Kerry, that we're there basically. Um, so <laughs> from a selfish point of view, <laughs> from a selfish point How of view, that you, you know. By the way? A week. <laughs> a week. A week ago, you decided we're there. <laughs> no, no, last week. Last week, I was still really nervous oh. about it. And you were saying, oh, shut up. You know we're going to win it. Come on. But I do think we're there now. I mean, I, I just can't see us screwing up with three games to go. And I think, you know, that losing to Tottenham, uh, so Tottenham losing to, Spur, uh, to to West Ham last week also helped. But I mean, you know, in a selfish point of view, yeah, I mean, it'd be great for me to see us, you know, win it on, on Monday. But I have to say... Um, I mean, and, and, and you know, obviously, you know, I've got a lot of mates who are going up uh, tomorrow night, and, and a lot more who who are who are desperately trying to find a ticket, um, which kind of reminds me of the old days, actually, and uh, you know, when when Chelsea used to take so many away and, and end up in all parts of the ground, as you well remember. And it, there's a there's a side of me that says, actually, you know, to win it away at Bre- West Brom would be really really great for the tremendous away following that Chelsea still has. I mean, I. I know I'm biased, but I really do think we've got the best away fans in the country, and and in a sense, to me, it would be quite fitting for that lot. They they kind of deserve that. But uh, yeah, I mean, selfishly speaking, I'd settle for a draw so I can see us do it on Monday. To be fair, but there you go. That's just me, I suppose. No, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I have to say, um, I feel exactly the same um, about the travelling support. It was. Uh, you know, good memories many, many times. And it wasn't necessary to go away to win things in all parts of the ground, but it was just the way they were. Um, 
Chelsea's fan, away fan do deserve something like that, and I, and I totally hear what you're saying. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's one of them wonderful memories. We talked about a, a poor memory in Middlesbrough earlier, and um, yeah. a wonderful memory, and I'm trying to think of so many as I, as I think back and flash through the times that away fans excelled themselves in various parts of the grounds, away grounds all over the country, and yeah, I suppose from that perspective, it would be nice. But then so many times people who follow the team away, um, and most of them who do, uh, the hardcore, if you like, they've got, they, they virtually see every game. But there's going to be some who don't get to see the game because of the limited number of tickets available. Um, so in that respect, you know, it, that's why it falls down a little bit. Um, yeah. But no, I totally understand your point. And, and and I think that those that do manage to get a ticket <clears throat> and those that have been going all season to the away games on a regular basis, this is your chance to, to gain uh, your moment, if you like, because, uh, yes, Chuge uh, is absolutely right. Uh, you deserve it. I mean, I remember uh, uh, when we, we, we won our first uh, Premier League title um, in 2005 and... Uh, up at Bolton, and I mean, that was the same kind of thing, because there was a feeling that we were going to win it then, and tickets were like, you know, gold dust, as you said, and I, I couldn't get a ticket for that, but uh, that that day, um, you know, after we won it, uh, a lot of people were getting on the phone and stuff, there were 3,000 Chelsea supporters, there or thereabouts, in the Fulham Road, after the game, and they had to shut the road down, we just had a party, it was absolutely insane, so whilst I was very sad that I couldn't uh, you know, actually be at the match. Um, that almost made up for it. It was absolutely mental that evening, but there you go. Um, anyway, look, very quickly, um, in terms of the, the game itself, uh, just looking back at some of the, some of the stats and stuff, there, there are usually goals in this. Uh, there's also been a few sendings off in recent history. And the other thing that caught my eye is that Costa, it, it, West Brom are one of the teams that Diego Costa likes scoring against. And he, he, he's, he's, back on, he's back on a run again, isn't he, Kerry? Well, he is. You know, I always thought <clears throat> and I always knew that it would come. Um, you know, that would be a situation where a, a proper goal scorer would, would start scoring again. It always happens. Uh, Diego Costa's a world-class player. And, you know, he's back on a run. Um, he'll be looking to finish the season on a high like everyone else for whatever reason. Um, yeah, but, you know, Tony Pulis' sides are, are renowned, I have to say. It's not, not a slight on the on the player at all. He's a wonderful manager in, in terms of what he does and what he achieves um, with the sides and the players at his disposal. So you've got to give credit. But they're always a, a very physical type side. They always uh, give no quarter. And West Brom will be no different in that respect. And it's one of them games where Diego will have to keep his cool. He's a player that likes that type of game. But if the referee is uh, a little bit trigger-happy... He might find himself missing uh, what will obviously be a, a wonderful end of the season um, for mm. Chelsea, or certainly the following game, and he don't want to do that. So um, it's one of them games that Diego has to bear in mind what could happen and what might happen. But uh, he won't be able to change the type of player he is. Um, he's going to go out there and be Diego Costa. And, you know, whatever whatever comes his way will come his way. And that's, that's, that's what will happen. But uh, it is one to be a little bit wary of. Well, there's not only that, of course. Uh, you know, if, if anybody gets a straight red card tomorrow night, they'll miss the FA Cup final. So that might be playing on their minds as well. Well, that's, that, that's sort of what I alluded to in terms of yeah. a, a second yellow or something along them lines. But a straight red, of course, yeah. FA Cup final as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, 
that applies. That's going to apply for the next three games. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, which I, I want to talk about in a sec. But before we do, I think we need to heap a huge amount of praise on a certain uh, Antonio Conte. Um, you know, sh- should we clinch it tomorrow, uh, that'll be our sixth uh, Premier League title, which puts us second only to Man United, actually, in terms of people who won the Premier League, which had completely passed me by, which, but I think is very impressive. But uh, um, that will, this will, if, if again, if we do it tomorrow night, it will be Conte's fourth successive club title because he won he won three uh back to back at Juventus before he became the uh, Italy manager and of course this is the first club that he's managed managed uh since then and that that is some achievement isn't it well in itself it's wonderful um yeah um every stat like that you know Jose Mourinho can come out with various stats Alex Ferguson can come out with them and you know there'll be stats around every everywhere everything and everyone's got a stat um, which they're proud of. Everyone's you know, got stats which they're not so proud of. Um, it's a great achievement what he's done. He's a world-class manager. And, you know, I don't buy ever, I'm never ever going to buy the Premier League thing. Um, no disrespect to the modern day players. Uh, there's a history called football and uh, I've already been through this rant with you. Um, so I'm not going to buy the Premier League <laughs> thing, only Manchester United and Chelsea. You know, we've all got history no matter what, what it takes and football's football and it's uh, the highest level. Call it what you like. Um, Spin it round how you want. Um, every player of every era and every team of every era will deserve the credit they get, not just the Premier League. Uh, so there you go. I'm, I'll never, ever buy that one. Um, but having said that, great that Chelsea are continuing to win and talk about history. Our recent history is up there with the best in the world and uh, long may it continue. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's kind of the point I, I was making in, in comparison to United or, or more to the point in, in comparison to everybody else. Um, and actually, you made a good point there. I mean, there's been some absolutely bizarre talk this week that I've been reading about. Well, you know, it's pretty. It's a pretty crap Premier League this year. Chelsea aren't very entertaining. I mean, do we really deserve it? I mean, what a lot of nonsense. The table doesn't lie. We've been the best team. It's as simple as that, isn't it, Kerry? Well, that's a cliche that's uh, stood the test of time. You know, um, yeah. you know, you pick any team you like. Um, were they a good side? Were they a crap side? I've heard stats about uh, you've got too many points to go down, and teams get relegated. Teams going down with a less amount of points, more points. Teams winning it with a less or more stats everywhere about everything. There'll be a whole new load of stats come out about this season. How many goals it? You know. This is what people do, the statisticians. They go around, they, they work for TV, they work for newspapers, they find a new stat about every player, every person, and, and uh, there's mileage in it. And, you know, there, there's always going to be a stat about something. Um, at the end of the day, the best team will win the league in any era, any time, over a period of whatever the league is. And entertaining or otherwise, people will always have that opinion and they can have an opinion about a great side, a not-so-great side, good sides don't win, good sides do win. All of this, the best side will win the league over the period. And this year, it's Chelsea. And uh, we yeah, are the best I, side in the league. And, and that's as simple as, as it goes. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, th- I think a lot of those uh, comments about us not being very entertaining were coming from a certain uh, Monsieur Wenger. Um, but I mean, you know, I I, I can't think of, of one single Arsenal fan who who would swap their season for ours. You know, I mean, what, they, the, I, they, they would the love, they would love, they would love to. In the last on, how mate. many? In the last well, how many? Quite. I mean, you know, if I'm going to do the field, you think on that? You know, well, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, there we go. I think I think we've uh, we've, we've certainly had our say on that one. Um, one of the things I just wanted to pick. I mean, we, we we mentioned it a minute ago, but I just wanted to pick up on this before we go this week, and that's um, you know, given. Uh, well, let's let's presume, let's hope that we are going to win. We'll nail our colours to the miles with the prediction in a minute. But presuming we win tomorrow night, um, you know that makes the the next two games slightly different. The pressure's off, uh, and and you know I was wondering about this on on the show on on Tuesday. You know what what Conte might do. You know would he bring in a lot of the kids? Would he rest a lot of the first team? Because I think it is complicated in a sense by the fact that we've got the FA Cup, uh, the final. You know, do we want to like protect some of the players so that they don't get injured? Or, or sent off even, or do we want to keep them sharp? And and none of us really could come up with a decent answer. So I'm actually very grateful that I've got a professional footballer on the line who can actually explain it to me. What do you think will happen? Well, I don't know what will happen. I'm with, I'm with the rest of you. <laughs> you know, that's all in the mindset of the manager and what he thinks, yeah. and also the players. I mean, if he was thinking of something, I, I don't know whether he's a type that asks players whatever. Um, if a manager ever asked me, I'd want to play in every game Every minute yeah. that I possibly could, uh, because of the way I am, and I wouldn't be worried about cards or sending off. So I'd be thinking about goals and end of season and keep playing. And I don't want two weeks off. All this. I also I'm not one of these players that, or people, and this season has actually proved it that who buys into this rotation policy. You know, people need to be rested. People need have a couple of weeks off to be fresh. Goodness me, they become stale and rusty. You, you, you give people time off, and Chelsea's team actually proves that. You know. Um, it's another situation. Leicester's last year, Chelsea's this year. There aren't too many changes. You know, you look at, all right, there's different people get played in certain games. But overall, I would say there's about a group of about 16 that's uh, played the majority of games. And uh, that's the team that's won the league and that's the squad that's won the league. Um, and, not, mm. and not much different. There is a squad. There has to be a squad to cope with injuries, suspensions and every other situation that comes along. Um, but in terms of resting people to keep them fresh and all this, oh, I'm not so sure. I fully understand the bookings one, by the way. If anyone's uh, one booking away, I, I'd certainly look at their situation and try and manage it in a way that if I feel they, I want them to play in the final, so be it. Or failing that, I'd say, look, you know the situation you're in. Um, don't go and get yourself booked because uh, that's, that's, just, that's what's going to happen and so on. So if it's a bookings one, I understand. But uh, no, I'd want to play every game if I was a player. I'd also, as a kid, think if I was uh, in the squad and wanted to show the manager what I could do next time, I'd be, as soon as we won the league, I'd be knocking straight on the manager's door and say, boss, I've been in and around the squad, I haven't had much game time, you've won the league, you've got the cup final coming, give us a game. You know, let me show you next mm. year before you go out and buy someone else in the summer what I can do. Yeah. And it give the boss a possible, it give the boss a possible chance to, to play someone and actually say, yeah, you know what? It could be right. If you go in and do it, it might change the transfer policy in the summer. Who knows? It's very, very interesting, isn't it? And it, it is hard to call because, I mean, there's half of me that says, well, Conte, you know, is the consummate professional and he loves to win. So I, on the one hand, I can't see him resting too many, but I have a suspicion that he may, you're right, he may look at those who, are, who, who have got, who've totted up quite a few yellows and risk missing it. But also, I think he might look at uh, I mean, Louise, for example, who's been carrying a knock for a long time. I, 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 can, I can see the sense in maybe resting him for a game or two just to let him get a little bit fitter. Kante, 
we think is fit to play tomorrow, but he was carrying an injury. Hazard quite often has a knock or two. So I could see the sense in that. But I, I don't see him... I mean, because Mourinho used to do this, didn't he, when he'd won the title. He'd, he'd suddenly bring a load of kids in and would invariably lose the last game or two when it was all done and dusted. I somehow don't see Conte doing that. I really don't. Well, it remains to be seen. It's a, it's a great thing to be talking about, but perhaps we're, we're a day early. Um, I, I really do think that uh, the West Brom game is not a walkover. Um, no game's ever a walkover, except for slightly predicted 3-0 last week. Um, but <laughs> with, everything, with, with everything in place and what we've already spoke about, um, I don't know. I, I, hope, I hope it is tomorrow. Um, but I hope even more, which is a strange thing to say, um, which because it would mean we haven't won the game, um, that it will be Monday. So what, what are you going to go for, mate? 2-1 us. But it wouldn't surprise me if yeah. it was more. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm inclined to agree with you. I mean, you know, I never, ever predict Chelsea losing, as we all know. Uh, but I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I'm going to say 2-1 as well, but like you, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw. Frankly, I, I do hope that we win tomorrow, even though it means that I won't see us win it and or be there to see us win it. Uh, I really want us to get it out of the way as quickly as possible. No mucking around. So uh, I think we're both agreed there. Um, listen, mate, before we go, um, there's a mate of mine, the lovely Sophie J from Australia, who, uh, who asked if she could have a shout-out when I spoke to her last. So uh, would you like to say hello to Sophie J? Yes, of course I would. Yeah, Stacey Jane, there's your shout out. Dave's giving you one. I've given you two. Uh, have a wonderful time in Australia <laughs> and see you when you're in London. Brilliant stuff. All right, mate. As, as ever, Kerry, fantastic talking to you. Great insight as always. And uh, you and I will catch up next week when hopefully we will be able to say that Chelsea are the champions. Yes, and celebrations will be uh, all around us. Well, I tell you what, mate, I saw Rick Glanville in the pub on uh, on Monday night and uh, he and I are already warming up for our traditional end-of-season champion-winning cigar together in the Finborough Arms uh, after the Sunderland match. So there we go. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward no, to speaking sorry, to you next week as well, mate. Sorry, Dave, to interrupt. I saw Rick as well myself uh, the other, in, uh, uh, just before the game the other day. So... Uh, yeah, we seem to be bumping into the same people all the time, we and uh, I've already given my regards. He was, he was eating some sort of uh, object. I don't know what it was. It was in a bun anyway, <laughs> and uh, it was very much needed by the looks of it. Uh, nice one. It's always a pleasure to see Rick. Always a pleasure to talk to you and see you as well, mate. And we'll catch up next week. Look forward to it. have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Cheers, Dave. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.